0: Hello, and I want to welcome everyone to Chanel & Muckboots. We're doing something a little bit different, um, but extremely relevant at this time. Um, we are reaching out to women from throughout the globe who are all living and working and still getting it done throughout this global pandemic. And I'm very pleased today to um, have the opportunity to welcome Arfra Iqbach, who is um, from the UK, and she has graciously agreed to spend some time with us this evening so we could find out about what's going on in the UK, how this is affecting her, her family, her loved ones, and how she still is continuing to work in extraordinary circumstances. So Afra, thank you so much and welcome.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Susan. It's it's really, really awesome to be here. Um, I think everything that you're you're saying it's just wow I just can't believe that we're in the middle of this really crazy pandemic and it's like affected everyone and I think that's the the scariest thing about this whole situation is like we're all in it together.
0: Absolutely so what is going on over in the UK now what are the statistics um, throughout the UK and closer to home Um, could you give us an update of what it's like over there for you right now?
1: So basically we're all on lockdown i i think um we've been a little bit behind i have to admit um compared to other countries um however that being said our government is doing a lot to try and help local businesses because a lot of businesses they've just had to Completely shut their doors. My my brother has a garage, and he had to make a very difficult decision. And he was like, "Okay, I have to shut the doors. It's it is what it is, you know." And so many of even my clients are like saying to me, "We don't know what to do because we're having to close our businesses down, and we're now having to we're in this very strange situation where we're having to pivot online, and that's really challenging for a lot of people. Uh, so many people are getting sick. So many people are sadly, you know that." people who are people are dying and it's really really worrying for everyone i i was uh, saying just before we got on the call my sister lives on the same street as i do and it's been like 10 days i haven't seen her it's really hard um i haven't seen my parents they just literally live a couple of minutes from me and yeah it's really tough all the schools are closed as well so we're all homeschooling now um so yeah it's really hard it's really tough
0: so when you, um, when you say lockdown, are you allowed to leave your home or do you have to be in certain hours of the day or what does lockdown mean over there in the UK?
1: So lockdown here is essentially you're not allowed to be outside unless it's a real reason to be outside, which is basically if you're not out shopping for supplies, um, they're encouraging us to do all of our shopping online as much as possible non-essential travel is completely out of bounds all the, all the like I said all the schools have been closed a lot of physical non-essential businesses have closed down I have a friend of mine who has a physiotherapy clinic and she had to close the doors and that was a really difficult decision for her she said I have to do it you know because it's classed as a non-urgent business wow. um, so supermarkets are still open local shops are still open where you can get your local supplies from however all other businesses have really really suffered I have a deal DIY shop just on the corner where i live and that's been closed for, for literally the last 10 days now um we we are allowed outside once a day only just to get exercise and even then you're not allowed to go in a group, so you're only allowed one other person with you. And we've even been stopped from going to each other's houses. So it's like, mm. even if you have family living close by, we're not allowed to go and visit them. I mean, my parents. Um, so my father is like 70. My mum is in her 60s. They are both self-isolating, and it's really hard for them because it's like they can't be out of the house. And so I'm at the moment. I'm I'm trying to do the grocery run. Um, so that's literally that's my sort of contribution really and it's really sad because once I've done the shopping I just leave it outside the door I have to ring the bell and it's like ring the bell and go you know absolutely really hard yeah are your are
0: your streets patrolled or is it pretty much an honor system of everyone staying inside their homes
1: so at the moment it's more an honor thing so people are by and large they are really adhering to it I mean I was out the other day shopping and I was really shocked it was rush hour there was literally no traffic on the road everything was very clear and it's it was almost like it was like a ghost town I was like wow this is really crazy I went to the local park because I have been going out to get my walks um and I'm watching people so people are still out it's not like they're completely avoiding going out Mm -hmm. but a lot less than what there would have been and people are walking around with the masks and the gloves on it's really apocalyptic almost it's actually quite scary and quite unnerving because you know there's all this uncertainty going on um however i do know that in places like london and um sort of larger areas um there are patrol there is patrolling that is going on and people are being broken up and basically being sent home Mm. um so just here just the other day there was like a news report of this family that was out and they were like having a picnic and because the weather was nice and yeah. yeah that was like a no-no like what are you doing here kind of thing so they got they got sent home so yeah I mean police are being given powers to send people home but it's not what you call like really strict um but it's strict enough and, and I think by and large I think the the overall you know majority of people are abiding by the rules so I, I feel like we're in a very good situation in the sense that we're sensible enough to know that there is a problem most people are obeying the rules there's very few people that are actually flouting the rules and you know I'm sure that in in other areas there are probably incidences where people are getting into actual physical trouble and there are fines and things like that being issued but I think by and large people are quite good and you know they're paying attention they're doing the right thing I think.
0: Good, very good to hear. Now, we have some um, hospitals, especially in New York City, there's some areas throughout the United States that the hospitals are actually overrun. Um, They're setting up hospitals in parking lots under tents, and, and it's just really in some situations horrific. How are the hospitals over where you are in the UK? I mean, are they stretched to the limit
1: now? Well, from what I have been watching on the news, definitely, I think that is definitely a problem. Um, a friend of mine, she has a clinic that she had to close down, and she was telling me, because she's actually based in an area where they actually have a large sports centre next door, and she showed, she literally sent me a, a picture on WhatsApp. They've turned the entire area into makeshift hospital beds, right. and it was actually quite scary to see, and I was like, wow. Um, and I have another friend of mine who's natural doctor and they were saying they are really pushed at the moment. Services are really being pushed to their limits. So it's like the the, the rule is, is that if you are not seriously sick, stay at home. Um, Carry yourself, do what you can at home and people are being encouraged to, we do have like online doctor services here as well. So, which I myself personally use. So it's like, if people need to see the doctors, there are other ways of seeing medical experts without having to physically be present. Um, It is scary for everyone. And I think people are really, quite rightly, very, very worried.
0: Absolutely. Now, have you you been aware or do you know anyone, a friend, a family member who has COVID-19?
1: So personally, no. However, um, I do know know a friend of mine whose children got really sick after they, they went out and about. This is before this whole lockdown situation happened, and so even though they haven't been tested because you know there's there's nothing available at the moment for them to be tested with, um, they were like they're suspecting that that's possibly what they had. Mm. Um, so very high temperature, dry cough quite sick for a very long time so um, one of them had a got a three-year-old boy and he had a 40 degree temperature for like literally five days he was so so ill and he lost a ton of weight it was really skinny like poor things off him at the end of that week and stuff he's all right now but you know it was you know the mum told me she's a good friend of mine she said to me I've never seen him so sick in my entire life and this was before this whole coronavirus thing um, broke out and then you know she said to me just to, uh, you know two weeks she said you know i can't put my finger on it and i can't prove that it was that but i may be suspecting that that's possibly what he had
0: mm. just don't know it's very scary, and, and I don't know what it's like um, over in the UK, but here we have a lot on social media, and you know you know how social media works. Everybody's an expert. They have their opinions, and they yes. just share, and they speak, and they spew whatever they feel like, and a lot of it um, we read is, oh, this is just the media blowing out of proportion. It's really not as bad as, as the media yeah. is saying, and are you finding that over there?
1: You know, I always say that um you know it it's not healthy in my opinion to constantly watch what's on the media I, I, I don't believe that that is the right thing to do, of course, you know, keep in touch we're not, no one's saying don't you know avoid contact with the media altogether but I do feel that um it causes more fear and it causes panic so um mm-hmm. you know, just it was about two weeks back, and I went out shopping, and I was shocked like. I've never seen a car park so full. The supermarket shelves were empty. Half of the things that I wanted, I couldn't get. There were queues literally as long as the aisles. And I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and I think that this kind of panic and fear is conflated by the media because the media is focusing on all of the negative things, which obviously that's their job to report that. So I'm Absolutely not sure bad thing. All I'm saying is that I think people have to I have to really put this into context. Yes it's a virus. Yes it's really contagious. But I think if you're doing your bit, you're abiding by the rules and you're doing whatever you possibly can to avoid, you know, any additional or non-essential contact, I think by and large you're going to be okay. The statistics show statistically speaking you are going to be okay. But I think where the problem lies is where people break the rules where they get really sucked into all of the hype and the media and all the rest of that. And it causes a lot of fear and a lot of panic. And then people go out and they start doing silly things like panic buying. Toilet I mean, paper. Not- you can't find toilet paper here. <laughs> That's so crazy. You know, I had to buy toilet paper online. I had to order it online. And it's been three weeks now and I'm still waiting for it to arrive. So it's just That's Crazy. Mental. Yes, oh, it's totally.
0: Crazy. Oh my lord. How's I the stress people? level? How's <laughs> your stress level? Are you doing okay stress wise? I mean, what do you do to relax to keep yourself kind of together through all this?
1: So Netflix. <laughs> 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 Good old Netflix. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I mean at the moment I am completely on my own. So isolated from the rest of the family. My my children are currently with my ex partner. And um yeah, it's like I am completely on my own at the moment. So oh, the only way that I actually relax and wind down is by watching Netflix. Oh my gosh. That's kind oh, of like wow. Do you have a favorite show? Favorite, <laughs> uh, favorite show? Utral. It's absolutely amazing, Um, so there's a show on there, it's a Turkish drama, so I don't understand a word of Turkish, but it's amazing, my son was like on at me for like, I think a whole six months, Mom, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it, I was (laughs) like, nah, I'm I'm not really sure I'm gonna get into that, but yeah, I got hooked, I started watching it, and then the other one that I'm watching at the moment is Lost in Space. Okay, Mm -hmm. now how how old are your children, you haven't seen your children in what, 12 days? Yes, so children are 16 and 11, and they were both supposed to be having their final year exams, and it's all like all in the end, now we're, they're being homeschooled. <laughs> yes. wow. it's really frightening. Yeah, but, but yes, you can keep cool. in touch with
0: them. You can you can still have your your conferences and Zoom technology and Facebook and everything like that. That you know, so you and can still have cool. that connection with them
1: absolutely absolutely yeah so video calls and then calling each other we're literally calling each other every other night so we're not every night but every other night beautiful just checking in with each other and just seeing how we're doing beautiful so i want to i want to talk also about um you professionally
0: and how you are managing to run your business you're an entrepreneur you've had you've had you've done your 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 um resume is just incredible because you you say that you have sold just about everything that there is out there. And then in 2018, you know, you launched your own business and it's a highly successful business. It's primarily online. Um, So what I would like is if you would please share a little bit about what you do with your business and a follow up question, please. How is what's going on now, the pandemic, not only affecting you, but affecting your customers and your clients?
1: okay so my business primarily I actually started off as a direct response copywriter I got trained one-on-one by a top copywriter for a whole year he mentored me one-on-one personally and then after that I kind of like literally just fell into the world of marketing and honestly it was like wow where have you been all my life it was like I get my it. First love you know it's just I absolutely love it um and I really enjoyed it and so like I've been in business now for a decade I was mostly freelancing um, but I've worked with some pretty big names and um, it's been brilliant because the one thing that they do is they I, I normally go in either as a consultant or I will go in as a you know with the digital marketing expertise and my job really is to go into a business see where the opportunities are understand you know what is the strategy and really put together a bespoke strategy and then either help them you know, build out that strategy or do it for them, you know, so either on a consulting basis or I'll actually do it for them. So that's essentially what I do. It's literally online marketing. Um, But I have a lot of experience in the other stuff so even offline I, you know things like direct mail and and things like that um, but where it's actually affected my my clients so it has been really challenging I, you know i won't lie um, i have a few clients of mine who have purely offline businesses so one of them is a gym another one you know yoga studio someone else has oh, yeah that's tough and they have been massively impacted so Couple of my clients had to close the doors down completely and it was like well we're really struggling here what can you do to try and try and help us you know and so for me at the moment it's almost like um you know uh panic mode you know it's like well, what do I do to try and help everyone so I have a Facebook group and I've been doing a series which I've been it's like a, a daily series where it's literally build a bulletproof business on lockdown series which and i've been posting content in there every single day with the idea being that you know what strategies can i share people are at home now that you know they are looking now to pivot online so those who are not online i've been saying this like literally since the start of this whole outbreak it's like if you refuse to market and if you stop your marketing altogether what's going to happen is once we get outside the other side of this virus and we will you know this too shall pass Mm -hmm. um you know, if you're not constantly keeping in touch with your customer base, if you're not trying to put yourself out there and you're not at least keeping in touch with them, then what's going to happen is people are going to forget about you. So when you do actually get back to normal, back to business, you're going to find it's that much harder to gain that traction again. You know, so it's really important that people don't lose sight. You know, it's, you, you've got to keep pushing yourself out there. And I think for some businesses, this is a real, real challenge. Just today, I had a, a conversation with um, a potential client, actually, who they have a decorating business. And they said, well, we don't know what to do now. Um, even though we're selling a whole load of stuff, we actually physically can't go in and decorate people's rooms, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was sharing a whole bunch of strategies with her of how she could continue to be in business while not actually offering that service you know and, and the focus really primarily is on building a social media presence you know sharing really awesome content and then continuing to be able to sell off the back of that so yeah it's been really challenging and and even my own business has been impacted because the clients who sadly have purely offline businesses, um, they are having to really claw back on on a lot of expenses. Here, the government has introduced a measure where you're allowed to furlough your staff, which basically means that once you stop um, operating, you can literally have the government pay you 80 percent of your what you what your salary would have been um but the caveat there is you're not allowed to work after that so mm-hmm. while the, the government has put lots of wonderful measures in place to try and protect the economy and keep it turning over there is this sort of hidden sort of people are really frightened underneath all of that are really, really, really scared. And I think my job really is to try and reassure people that actually there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's just going to be a very long tunnel. <laughs>
0: sure. Absolutely. So so for our listeners and our viewers, because the video is also going to be on the Chanel and Muckboots um, website, could you give your top five tips for right now so anyone listening watching can take those tips run with it and implement today to help them get their business either to a higher level or to kickstart their business
1: yeah so number one and i and i you know this seems like really rudimentary but it's something that a lot of people don't do okay you need to get your cash flow in hand this is so important most business owners don't have a cash flow they do not understand the movement of money in and out of their business I mean I have a I have a cash flow that I literally update every week and it's so important because a cash flow is almost like a thermometer or a barometer reading of your business and it's going to give you it's like it's like a crystal ball so Mm -hmm. to speak it's telling you what's going to happen 3 months down the road 6 months down the road i mean my cash flow at the moment is is spread out over 6 months so i know 6 months from now how much cash there's going to be in the business and whether i'm going to be in the hole or whether i'm going to be in a good place and then i can make you know different decisions accordingly so that's the, that's the first thing the second thing is you've got to have a budget to actually market okay and i would say Keep it really minimal. At the moment, if you do not have an online business, but you want to be online, the Mm -hmm. best place to start is with social media because it's free, seriously, okay? Um, You know, you can use tools such as Buffer, which is free, and you can post cross-platform. And, you know, the biggest tip that I'm going to give people is focus on the solutions that you can actually help people with. So if you're a decorator, give them tips you know give them DIYs, right and start sharing really amazing content i mean your customers are looking to you to, for guidance that's what they're looking for and and you know here's the thing the opportunity right now really is online because the i think the internet usage over here i don't know about in the usa but here in the uk it's spiked by 70 percent Literally everyone's online right now. So if you're not online, you're, you're making a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, tip number three is your emails. Okay, so if you don't have a list, why ever not? <laughs> you've got to have a list and you've got to be sending out amazing content. Doesn't matter even if you're only sending out one email a week. This is not about pitching. It really isn't. This is about giving value 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 mm-hmm. and if you want to put a, like a pitch in there wrap your offers in really awesome content so Give the value first, then ask for the sale. Don't make it about yourself. It's always about your customer, okay? Very, very important. Tip number four really is to look for the opportunity. So it's really about understanding, well, okay, I have an uh, an offline business, but what parts of this could potentially be moved online? So I have a friend of mine who has a gym and what he started doing is he started doing online classes, immediately online classes, um, and he's charging a very small amount like really literally very minimal and the first place he started with is with his database and I think about 20% of his list actually took him up on that offer Now this is really good because you know it keeps you in touch with with your very people but also at the same time it allows for your customers to experience that other side you know it's it's keeping them um, keeping them hopeful and allowing them to see that oh well it's business as usual it's a bit different but it's business as usual right mm-hmm. and then the last tip that I'm going to give and and this might seem a little bit counterintuitive but make yourself available for everyone right so your audience is looking for reassurance people are scared people are very uncertain they are really in not in a good place it's your job to be the leader. It's your job to, to, to really show that you know what you're doing and that you are going to be the calm in the storm. Okay. So you are the one that is going to be that voice of reason. You're going to be continue sharing really awesome, amazing content with them. You're going to continue helping them and they can reach out to you whenever you want. So like with me, I've been given, doing a ton of free consults, literally And it's like, guys, listen, you know, it doesn't cost to bounce ideas around. If you're stuck, get on the phone with me. I'm not going to bitch you. You know, if you want my help and you want to, uh, you know, look at my services, of course, you know, that's that's another conversation that we can have. But, you know, primarily... My job is to try and give them that reassurance because they are so scared right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what they need, they need that reassurance. And so you absolutely
0: my... nailed it, the calm of the storm. And and one thing that I remind myself and I try to remind friends is, you know, when you speak and what you post on social media, um, you have to act as though your children and your grandchildren are listening and watching your every move because they are they're looking to you for yeah. guidance they're okay. looking to you for assurance so you know they are learning how to behave in a situation and this is unprecedented no one has gone through this before. No. And, and our kids are looking to us to be the leaders. And, and you're absolutely right, the calm during yeah. the storm. And it's not easy. you know We're losing sleep. We're anxious. We're tired. We're grumpy. It's, it's all of that. But we have to try yeah. our best every day to keep our stress levels down because that's how we keep our immune system up.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's really interesting. So we have a family WhatsApp group and I've made it a point to share something funny on that group every single day because people need to laugh. I'm doing the same thing. I'm sharing really funny things on my wall because Do you know what? People need a distraction and they don't need to see doom and gloom wherever they go. They're already aware of that. And so adding to that is not helpful in the slightest. You've got to get people excited. You've got to get them laughing and you've got to see the funny side of it because we're all in this together.
0: (laughs) All in this together. Absolutely. And the common thread throughout all the women that I'm going to be talking to and, and listening, um, listening from, um, from throughout the globe is we're the common thread. We are all in this together. Literally, this is happening throughout yeah. the world right now. So, you know, nobody's immune to, to what's going on out there. So Afra, how could someone get in touch with you if they have questions, you know, they're listening to your suggestions and they're like, yeah, this sounds pretty good. What's the best way for them to reach out to you?
1: So the best, so it's actually through my facebook group so uh, if you check um if you check uh online facebook and then just put in mind hack marketing um it should bring up my group and then you know go ahead go join that group and there's so much content in there there's loads i mean like i'm i'm posting challenges i'm i'm like today i was sharing how to basically run ads profitably because that's something that people don't know how to do uh-huh. so trying very hard to actually focus on, um, you know, like I said, getting people to a stronger position when they, when people get out of the other side of this, and this is just something that I think that all, all of your listeners really need to understand, you know, you, if you have a business, what they're going to look for is they're going to look for that leadership, right. And they're Mm going to look for your help. And you know what, right now, okay, fair enough. People might not be buying from you right now, but you know what, when we get outside the other, the other side of this, they're going to remember you and they're going to think, oh my God, she was the one that was sharing all of that insanely awesome, helpful content. And Absolutely. she's the person that I need to go to and I need to get her help and oh. they will hire you. So it's just, it's a time thing. That's all it is. And you just have to be okay with that.
0: It's wonderful. So it's Mind Hack Marketing and that's on Facebook. Yes. That's and awesome. anyone could join your group. They don't have to be a client. They don't have to be a customer.
1: Not at all. Not at all. So anyone who needs help with marketing, at all if you're interested in marketing and you want to learn how to do it properly, that's the group for you. This is beautiful. Beautiful.
0: You know what? I am yeah. so, so thankful to you for taking the time out of your evening and, and God bless. And, and we're all going to get through this together. And I just Aww, want to say,
1: thank you. Thank nice you, thank you Afra. Well, you're very welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure being here.
0: It's wonderful to see you and we're going to keep in touch.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love that. That'd be awesome. Stay safe (laughs) and stay healthy. Thank you so much. Oh, excellent. Thank you very much for having me.